0: So what's your Perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage if you love being in a
1: girl group this is totally for you some people call us overwhelming yeah. love it or leave it we don't care no but we want you here
2: yeah. welcome, welcome to, to, you. to you you, can you can sip with,
1: sip with us. us hi hi guys i'm call i'm ashley how are you i'm good i'm good so we are recording today uh 27th. Today is the 27th. Yep. A couple of days after Christmas. And I'm feeling I think it's either I had like all the sugar and alcohol yeah. or post Christmas blues or something. I feel yeah. off today.
2: Yeah. I don't know
1: what it is. How do you feel?
2: Oh, terrible. I feel yeah. terrible today.
1: Yeah. I um
2: <laughs> I feel just terrible. I don't mm-hmm. think I feel blue. I felt a little bluesy yesterday and today i feel a little hungover mm. so and my body doesn't feel well yeah i feel yeah. run down that's a better way to yeah. put it i feel it more physically today i felt it more mentally yesterday
1: okay yeah
2: and i think i was also feeling some sadness just missing family and just mm-hmm. feeling the impacts of the pandemic yeah. you know a yeah, little bit throughout the weekend holiday. yeah we also – so every year we do a hot buttered rum night with some friends and we like go downtown and we go drink hot buttered rum at like these bars. It's the same circuit Ooh. every year. Uh-huh. And this year we did it over Zoom and we did it last mm. night. And mm. I had our our margarita, Italian. We did oh. a show and tell drink thing where they taught us oh. to make a drink and then we taught them. <gasps> yeah. And we also had hot buttered rums. And so I had a a rum drink, a tequila drink, and a whiskey drink. Last oh. night. I only have three drinks. But right. That was the – but But I feel it. Like, it's been yeah. a while since – I mean, I guess here we drink, and I've gotten, like, some day drinking buzz here, but by the time I go to bed, it's gone. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like
2: it's different drinking at night and drinking hard liquor and then waking up early, you know, with that yeah. But – But yeah, overall, it was a good holiday. It was different. A lot of good family time. A lot of like sweet magical moments though. And um, today what helped was we actually undecked the halls Right, and early. Yeah. This shit's out of here. The trees in the driveway are going to be picked (gasps) up. Like we got after it, undecking. And it actually felt really good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh And we're going to leave the Christmas lights on until, you know, through the new year. But there, I mean, we started early. We put up our Christmas decorations, mm-hmm. some of them before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. most of them on Thanksgiving night. Felt like we had a long December of them. And today felt like a purging. A and cleanse. I told Chris, I was like, I don't know if this is what's going on here. Maybe it's because of everything everybody's been through this year. And just welcoming the new year. This feels deeper than just a cleaning. It felt like cathartic. Mm. Like we're mm. like,
1: I don't know. Shedding don't know. the old, moving into the new.
2: Yeah. But it kind there of helped a feel hope, like too. regaining control too. Because this yeah. weekend's been just, you know, out of schedule, yeah. out of everything. A lot of, of just – I mean, we had pizza last night on top. Yeah. I mean, it's just been, like, nonstop. So yeah. it felt good to, like, get some control, do laundry, mm-hmm. take out the recycling, mm-hmm. clean the house. Yeah. Things are just clean. And we have our house back, you know. So
1: yeah. I, uh, anyway. had, I've had i not considered uh de- undecking the halls as yeah. a thing because normally I leave it up, like, it, I love it so much that normally I yeah. leave it up, but I like at least through the new year, sometimes my birthday is January 7th. So sometimes through my birthday, but I didn't really consider the idea of like a new, like kind of turning the page yeah, and how that feels. And it reminds me, I was watching my friend's story today and she was like, I love this time of year. She's like, not because, cause we're obviously, when you work with Beach Body, you're considered kind of weight loss or health coaches or whatever. And so I think a lot of people think that a health health coach might love this time of year because it's like great for business. And she's like, but it's not because people are ready to like lose weight and do all these things. She's like, it is the time of year that I feel like people believe in themselves the most. Like they're mm. so hopeful for what they can accomplish in this next year. And she's like, and I just feel like it raises the energy as a whole. Like Ooh. it's a and I love that I was like, oh my gosh, I that's love- so true. Like people really believing in themselves and their abilities, it really does elevate things. And I had never really considered that, but I love that perspective on it.
2: I love that too. A lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that that Christmas? Good. Um, so we had my family over on, so we're doing, uh, I'm sure you guys already know, but we have a little quarantine pod, um, aunt, uncle, my cousin's and then our little family and um, everyone's working from home, very safe and whatever of COVID. So um, we had them over Christmas Eve and that was really fun. Yeah. And How did, did the Mexican- countertop
2: nachos turn out? Huge hit. We talked about Huge this over hit. on, you guys over on Patreon, mm-hmm. um, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash you can sip with us. We drop Friday episodes over there. It's a behind the scenes of the pod of our lives, you know and uncut over there. And so we were talking on Friday, our Mm -hmm. last Patreon episode about the countertop nachos that you were doing for Christmas Eve. So it was a hit.
1: It was a huge hit. Huge hit. Everyone loved it. We loaded them. So what I ended up doing was putting um, chips on foil um, and putting real cheese over them and then putting them in the oven for a little bit to get the cheese to melt. And then um, put foil on top of the counter and then just transferred the foil with the chips over. And then we topped them with, I made that refried bean cheesy thing. And that was actually the gift that kept on going all weekend because it makes a huge amount. So I put some of that on the on the nachos, but then we had some more on Christmas day and then we had some more yesterday. Remind people the ingredients on that. Super simple. You've talked about it here before. Yeah. What, it was like a couple weeks ago. It was, I think, my favorite yeah. thing that I ate or something. So refried beans almost a whole thing. So I did the first time I did like a 32 ounce can of refried beans this week. I did, I think two smaller ones, but it's still probably about the same amount, thirty thirty-two 32 ounces or so of refried yeah. beans, a whole thing of cream cheese, almost a whole thing of sour cream. So maybe like a cup or something of sour cream, mm-hmm. and then real cheese goes in it. And I think that's all that she put in it when I saw this recipe on TikTok, but it doesn't have enough heat for me. I like heat. So, but I didn't realize how much my family likes heat, like my aunt and uncle and cousins. So I added some green chilies to it when nice. we did the, but it didn't add enough. And so because yeah. of the nachos, I got the little diced jalapenos in the can. Now that was a game changer and I will never not make it without those. Again, Ooh. the diced jalapenos were so good. So that, Clutch. I made that on the stove, put those over the chips, cut up cilantro. We had cilantro, lime, drizzled those over. We had black beans, corn, John made, uh, like taco chicken, chopped up tomatoes. We had the jalapeno, like pickled jalapenos. I don't remember. Uh, what else? I don't know. Like, oh, avocado, of course. Yeah. Just like loaded. And then as things started, like they started cooling down, I added, put another cookie sheet in the oven with chips and more cheese and then poured that on top so you could keep scooping. Wow. It was great.
2: Wow. Really
1: great. Mm-hmm. And oh then God. we had so many margaritas from that brand. Tell me what it is yeah. in the company.
2: Yeah. and Mahoney. Thank you, Powell Powell and, and Mahoney. Mahoney. They sent they us sent, stuff. Gifts.
1: Mm-hmm. They sent us a bunch of their mix- mixers. Their jalapeno margarita mix is so fire. It is so, did you try that yet? No, I've, I'm oh. smiling cause I've been drinking the classic marks. Oh my gosh. It yeah. is so good. I am obsessed. I will buy that and continue buying it forever. So, um, I mix that with their classic marg, and, yeah. uh, we just had all of that. And then yesterday we tried the, the peach Bellini mimosa yeah. and blood orange. I don't think I'm a blood orange fan. It's yeah. not sweet and it's kind of almost grapefruity. It's very Flashy tart. marketing.
2: Yeah. Never lives up to It's the hype.
1: pretty. Yeah. But it's it just gorgeous. like, it's just not my, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, countertop notches was good. We did the saran wrap ball game, which I also, we also talked about over on Patreon and call talked about last year on the pod. That was a hit. My parents sent Revy an insane amount. Well, all of us, I guess, but Revy and Mac got the majority. They wrapped and sent. Tons of packages. So that was basically the entire like tree was her, the stuff that they sent, which was so nice. So we had a great little Christmas morning and then had a Zoom call with John's family. Then we went over to my aunt and uncle's on Christmas Day, stayed the night over there. For the most part, Revy was not having it. She, slept. And then she woke up at like one and then did not want to fall back asleep. So, uh, it was a screaming situation for several hours. And finally at 4 AM, I'm like, okay, I'm just taking her home. I'm going to take her home to be in her bed. So then from four until like nine 30, she slept at home. And then we went back over to my aunt and uncle's yesterday, went for a walk. Yeah. And, uh, m- mimosas and yeah, you know, all the things. And yeah, so it was a great weekend. Um, but I am feeling it today. And I went yeah. for a long run today. Went for a 45-minute run. And that, nice. felt, that felt really good. Yeah. get out and kind of kick the Move cobwebs out. things
2: and, around.
1: Yeah. Do a little flushing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's great. Do you have any plans for New Year's? What are you going to do?
2: Chris and I are going to do a game night. Just the two of us. And <laughs> uh, I mean, it's always just the two of us. <laughs> like what, what are you... What are you... What are you... Well, playing? I what? don't know. We haven't decided... To be continued. Well, okay. I will because we we're gonna do some sort of tournament. I haven't picked the events. I think we might do a saran wrap ball. Like make some and drop them off for like oh. people. You know, okay. I don't know. Like probably yeah. my family, my brothers, and mom and dad. And I don't know. I don't know. Do you, what are you guys gonna do? I don't know. Yeah, probably just game night. And we yeah. are gonna have some kind of like special meal or something and we'll stay up and we'll tr- make it festive because I'm very yeah. excited about everything new the new year represents. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: That's oh that my God. I'm
2: online. That was like, that was like, um Oh God, what is it? I'm not going to, I'm going to butcher this, but it was something about how it's like, nobody say this is going to be their year. Nobody get too excited about 2021. We're going to walk inside 2021's house. We are not going to touch a thing. We're going to walk <laughs> carefully. Like, <laughs>
0: like look don't touch don't piss anything off yes, yes. just
2: proceed with caution <laughs>
1: and I saw this thing today that was like we're heading into or it was like this next year this new year or whatever is called 2021 2020. One. 2020 won. you know like it yeah. won we all lost but I thought that was funny oh yeah. oh I just got it get it I just Like 2021 I and we the are uptake. the suckers. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, he was probably better because he like then started crying, you know, like 2021. One. (laughs) But anyway, I thought that was clever. You know? All right, it is. Our review
2: of the week. Yeah. What's the review of the week? Guys, our review of the week actually comes from a comment over on Patreon. It was too good not to share. This is from Emily. She wrote, OMG, so excited for the new additions. This is the best Christmas present. It's after Christmas now. Listening late, sorry, but it still counts. Call, you have inspired me all year long to go further and not be afraid of trying something new. Mm. I tried and failed and it was a soul crusher, but I'm in a new direction and started my graduate degree in 2021. Excited to see where opportunities arise. Ashley. My 12-year-old daughter and I are so grateful for the work you do. This person is, is under your business and a student for the upcoming Body Positive mm-hmm. Badass Course Workshop and Seminar. You are the dynamic duo, and I do frequently channel my inner call when making decisions that intimidate me. I've also been ready to just sit and sip. I think the tub screw mm-hmm. has been my fave. Excel.
1: <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> T- well, who was her name? What was her Emily. name? Emily. Emily. Yep. The Tubbs, sc- I mean, that is that's a very very kind. She gave us personal reviews and dual reviews. Yeah. That's a, Thank that's you, great. Emily, for listening. Yeah. Thank you for being
2: with us here and over on Patreon. And I think, and I am proud of you, Emily, for taking. Yeah.
1: This. And she's referring to the stuff that we told pa- the new segments we're bringing. I'm guessing when she said, "Like I'm excited Maybe merch. for the new." Oh, maybe that too. I don't remember. Yeah, we must have talked about something exciting. Well, we talked about how we were going to be changing the format of the podcast, which we have not told
2: you guys yet listening.
1: So that could be part of it. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, whatever. Yeah, we're here to deliver. We don't know what we're delivering, but we will deliver. Hell yeah. Okay,
2: Emily, we love you. And let me tell you guys about something that I love. Mm. My third love bra. You guys- Third Love. I snooped Third Love for a while before I pulled the trigger on them. I was always curious. You know, they have great marketing and testimonials online. I finally decided to pull the trigger on Third Love and I'm so happy. It's so easy to do, you guys. You just you go on You take a fit finder quiz, and I didn't really know what my size was. I don't think a lot of people are in the right size bras, you know, because it's kind of hard sometimes to know what is the right size. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have over 80 different sizes, and with this really simple quiz, they will find the right style to fit your shape and your body. Over 16 million women have taken this quiz to date, and they have a perfect fit promise. All right, so they stand behind their products. If you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free. Third love is all about revolutions, not resolutions this year. And 2021 is your time to shine, you guys. I love having things like nice bras and underwear where I get excited to put them on and start my day off on the right foot, you guys. And they're all about giving back. They donate all their gently used returned bras to women in need, supporting charities in their
1: local area and across the U.S., I also was wearing um, their cami the other day. They have like this silky, it's not silk. I don't know what the fabric is, but it's so cozy. I don't know how it feels the way that it does, but it like has these great straps that do stay in place the same way that their bra straps do. And then it's like compressive without feeling tight. I don't know. It's bizarre, but it's awesome. So it's more than just bras, guys. But they do know there is a bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 10% off your first order by going to thirdlove.com slash sip right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sip for 10% off today. Okay. So one of the things that I think she, Emily could have been referring to is call and I chatted and we're going to sh- switch up a little bit, some stuff in the new year, and we're going to be doing, still going to bring you our faves twice a month, but every other week, I'm going to kind of run the show on one episode, and then we'll throw in our faves and whatever, and then the next week after that, Call's going to run the show, and um, just bring different values because Col and I, while we have a lot in common, we also have other areas of expertise other than just like our friendship and drinking. And we're going to start sharing some of those with you. So I wanted to start things off today with you guys in this segment because we are headed in to the new year. And it seems like a very common thing is setting these New Year's resolutions. And a lot of New Year's resolutions have to do with weight loss. And I've been kind of on this journey for a long time in regards to weight loss and dieting and trying to change how I look. Um And then kind of, you know, I was, my body was the issue for a long time. And then I moved into the diet industry was the issue for a long time. And now I'm moving into a place where I get to take full ownership over everything. It was never my body. It was never the diet industry. It was always the way that I was thinking about it. And that really is our most powerful asset is our, is our mind. Like our mind really does create everything. And I had this epiphany recently. It's not super epiphany, but you know, the secret where they say like what you put out, you get back. Yeah, Yeah, you manifest. And that sounds a little woo-woo-y, but it actually like in my life coaching work fully supports that because the idea with life coaching is that something happens, right? And so it could be diet industry, like the diet industry exists. And my thought for years was, this is what I need to feel worthy, right? So then um, the feeling is maybe hope. Maybe I feel hopeful, and then when I'm coming from that place, what do I do? Well, I go on a diet and I, um, you know, restrict things and I focus a lot on food and blah, 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 all these things, and then I get a result. And it ended up feeling like my result was I never really felt better in the long term. And so the result, my my initial thought, if you remember, is. I need this. I need this to feel better. That's about the diet industry. But the result is I just continue feeling like I need it because I just don't feel good enough. And then I moved into a space where my thought changed and the diet industry still exists, but my thought changed. So then my feeling changed. Then the actions that I took based on that changed. And then my life changed, and so everything that we've created in our life really is because of our mind. And I'm gonna be just sharing more of this over the years, but I wanted to, or over the this year with podcast episodes. But I just wanted to share some tips this week that have helped me, and maybe you can keep these in your pocket as you're thinking about what your intentions are, especially in regards to weight going into this new year. And. I'm going to share it with you, obviously all of you guys listening, but call, ask me questions if, as, if like something doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> I think the first thing that I thought to talk to you guys about today was that diets don't work. And we think a lot of times that we do a diet and we can't stick with it. So we're the problem. And the reason that I don't think diets work in the long run is really because it's just cutting away at our confidence. It is our brains are wired to keep us safe and keep us alive. That's really where they started. And now... It's not as urgent for us to like we don't have bears chasing us or, you know, no clothes for warmth or shelter over our heads or we don't worry where our next meal is going to come from. But we still have that primitive part of our brain and the primitive part of our brain tells us. If, because way back when, if there was a negative thought, it meant something pretty disastrous could happen. And that could, that disastrous thing could mean life or death. And that's not so much the case, but that part of our brain still exists. So, what we have learned over time as we've evolved is when we feel a negative emotion, that we should do whatever we can to get positive again, to feel good again. And what I've learned with, life coaching and going into this is that we are supposed to have negative. There is supposed to be positive and negative. You can't experience good without the bad. And a lot of times we diet because we have an issue with our body or an issue with um, our worth. And we've kind of we think I want to lose weight because it's going to give me this. It's going to give me happiness and confidence and I'll be able to wear whatever I want. But really, that doesn't have anything to do with the weight. It again has to do with your thinking because all of you can probably think about a time where you've gone out and you saw someone who was bigger than you but had way more confidence or someone that's smaller than you and had way more insecurity because it's not about really what your body looks like. It's all about the way that you're thinking about things. So then the reason that you're dieting is generally you're trying to fix something And you don't really know what that is. And then you're still a human and life still happens to us. So as you're dieting and you restrict yourself and you start the diet, you feel super excited about it. You're ready to go. And most of you will start this new year off thinking, this is going to be my year. And I am so pumped and I can't wait. This is the year that everything changes for me. So you're you know, resolute and you clear out your cupboards and you just go for it. And then you start feeling consumed by food. You just think about it all the time. You notice the commercials more. You see other people eating certain things and it just becomes in your head all the time while you're trying to stick to something that is very restrictive and then life happens and your kid gets sick, or you get a shitty email from a coworker, or someone you know got in a car accident, or you had way too many meltdowns that day in your household. From big and small, there are so many times where we think, "Ugh, this day sucked. And in order to not feel the negative thoughts, you think, I'm going to make myself feel better by having this by, you know, eating this thing, drinking this thing, distracting myself or whatever it is, and just not feeling the feeling. And what that does in the long term, because again, we've thought that we should not be feeling negative emotion, but it really should be like 50-50. At the end of our lives, 50% of our life-ish will have been negative thoughts or negative situations or negative circumstances. And 50% will be positive. And there's going to be times, seasons in your life where it's more positive than negative, and some seasons where it's more negative than positive. But at the end result, it's 50-50. And we shouldn't be pushing ourselves so hard to not feel the negative. What if we just allowed things, right? What if we just allowed sadness and jealousy and feeling unworthy or insecurity? What if we just let those in and Allowed them to be there because they have a rightful place too. Because what happens when you don't, you buffer and that, you know, you put a little more tally in the negative column because it feels good in the moment. I'm going to eat these Cheetos or I'm going to drink this bottle of wine and it feels good in the moment. So your brain thinks, yep, that was the ticket. But then later on, you feel shitty and it ended up being. In the negative column. And when you do this day after day after day, you end up having a lot more negative than positive. And that can then lead to, and then also you've not felt the feeling. So you haven't really processed through what is triggering you in the first place. And what's so bad about having a really hard day or feeling jealous or sad? Like all that it is is just a feeling in your body, it's just a sensation in your body. And the example she gives is like people are dying right now, like someone just died right now. And we don't know them. So, so therefore it's a neutral thing until we know about the death or until we, it's, it's more personal to us, right? Then it's our thought that causes us to feel a certain way about it. So it's really all comes back to your feelings. And I think I was trying not to feel things for so long that I was using dieting as a way to cope. And then dieting was making me have so many more net negative experiences because then I also would fail at these diets. And then that became my story about myself that I can't follow through or that I'm just destined to be overweight or that I suck and I can't complete things. And right. So then I start telling myself this whole other thing. And that is then the thought cycle that I'm living in. And then I, you know, we have so much mental health issue right now because our thoughts are doing that. And so I am not any more anti-diet industry. What I have learned is diet industry isn't an issue because there are millions of people who live within those realms and consider themselves healthy and they have a thriving life. I have learned diet industry is toxic for me. And so I think it's a lot and it's also more empowering to think for me that I don't have to blame my body or diet industry or anyone else that I get to be responsible for how I feel. And you can start taking that power back. So I want you to, as you're going into this year don't think that you have to have this big start and eliminate all of these things because I don't think elimination is the answer. That's generally going to, I mean, life is still going to happen and there's still going to be things that suck and the excitement will wear off. And once the excitement wears off, when you diet, there is a yes and a no, right? Like I'm allowed to have this and I'm not allowed to have that. But when life happens, then you'll say, okay, well, I'm just going to have a glass of wine because I need it. But then because the wine is off limits or you're not supposed to have it or it's a bad food, then you, you know, okay, well, now that I've done that, I'm going to eat everything for the rest of the night or the rest of the weekend or whatever, um, right? This is G- December 29th. You're probably thinking, I'm going to eat the rest of whatever, everything that isn't nailed down. And then I'll start on the new year. And then, so you have this binge and then you have this guilt and this shame about the binge. And then you think, okay, well, I'm going to start the diet. But then you do the diet, and then life happens, and you're excited at start, da, 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 right? So it's just this cycle that we're on, and it's a cycle that perpetuates a negative self talk cycle in your head because it is not about the body. Now, I used to also be anti weight loss, and I'm no longer anti weight loss. I am really just more pro listening to yourself and starting to be more in tune and more intentional with what you're consuming and feeling and experiencing and just trying to be more present. So back to the primitive brain versus prefrontal prefrontal cortex. So as humans, we've evolved to have a prefrontal cortex. And that part of our brain is the, like most, there are no other animals that have this, but it allows us to plan for the future. And it allows us to think about things. And that truly is our highest self because that doesn't exist for everyone else, right? The animals are not thinking, we're not going to have all the lizards get together on Saturday for a happy hour. Like they don't plan things, right? But we have a prefrontal cortex and generally your prefrontal cortex is planning from your highest self. So what you're going to do is you're going to say your prefrontal cortex is saying starting in the new year, this is going to be my year. I'm excited. That's planning from your highest self. And then you get there. And January 1st is great. Second, third, fourth, fifth. Maybe the whole week is great. Maybe the whole month is great. But at some point, life happens. Results aren't happening fast enough. You know, meltdowns and work situations and pandemics and flat tires and all kinds of things. And the primitive brain is going to feel some pain at some point. There is going to be some things that make you uncomfortable or that suck or whatever. And it's going to be a negative emotion. And your primitive brain is going to say, do something to make me feel better right now. I want you to make me feel better. Right? I don't, I, we should not be feeling negative emotion. Because again, remember, negative before meant life and death generally. Um, It doesn't mean that anymore, but we still trust our brains so much and we haven't made that distinction between the primitive and the prefrontal. And so what's really helped me recently is in the moment, because what was happening when I went from... Dieting all the time to anti-dieting was I would see like a salad or a burger, and maybe I'd want the salad, but I'd say to myself, Well, shit, do I act? Does that mean I'm dieting if I'm having the salad? Like, should I have this burger or whatever? Or I was just seeing things and immediately having them because I could, because I had the power and I didn't have to restrict anymore. And I felt like the pendulum swung the entire other way. And then I still didn't feel good. I felt like I was still out of control. It was just a different rule book that I was following. And so now, I can ask myself like, not what do I want in the moment? And, you know, is it a primitive thing where I, cause there is going to be, when I see I have a salad planned and I see pizza and I think, Oh, that pizza looks good. I can ask myself what I want in the moment. Cause my primitive brain is going to say, eat the pizza. That's the easiest thing. It's quick. That's what sounds good. That's what I want. But I've started asking myself what I actually want. And the way that has helped me is I can say like, what does the me tonight laying my head on the pillow or the me in the morning waking up want for me? That's my, that is operating from my highest self. So then I can say like this, you know, holiday week. Yeah. What I actually wanted was all of the cookies and the treats and the, I just wanted to live in the moment, but I don't Always want that every single time. Like sometimes I do want the salad and the fruits and veggies and the things that are gonna make me feel really good. That is what my highest self is wanting. And you're going to have discomfort either way. So you can either have discomfort in the moment from saying, I'm not going to have that thing. I'm going to do this instead because that is what I know I want for myself. Or you can have the discomfort later that is more prolonged and is actually going to put the tally in the more negative, right? Like So again, if it's 50-50, you're putting the tally in the negative column instead of the positive. So you can have more long, like delayed, but more long-term sadness or discomfort rather than the present. And that does not mean that You don't like I have candies and cookies and treats and like I have all of those things, but I get to choose and decide what I actually want and what does my highest self want. And the other good thing about this is you will start reframing that story in your head that you're telling yourself that you can follow through with things that you are worth showing up for. And so an example of this is I don't know how many times you guys have thought I did this so many times set your alarm for the morning. Tomorrow I want to get up and work out. I want to get out of bed in the morning. It feels so good. So you set your alarm as you're going to bed. Go to sleep. Alarm goes off. No, no, no. This feels too comfortable. I'm not going to do it. Whatever. And you snooze or you turn your alarm off. That is an example of your prefrontal cortex, your highest self saying, I know I want to work out in the morning. And then your primal brain in the moment experiencing pain and saying, no, you don't. You want to stay in this comfy bed. So... You can stay in the comfy bed and ignore that discomfort. But then later in the day, you can think to yourself, well, shit, I should have worked out. I wish I would have worked out today. So that uncomfortability is going to greet you either way. It's just operating from a place of what do you actually want. And then start following through on those commitments that you make to yourself. That is the number one way to build self-confidence is you start learning that you can count on you, that you are someone you will show up for, that you are worth showing up for and start believing in yourself and rewriting that story of someone who does follow through. And you will learn that it doesn't have to do with weight loss or changing your size at all, but how you're treating yourself. Because also how you treat yourself, out, how you treat yourself is teaching other people what you'll tolerate and how they should treat you. So I just want you to... Slow down and pause and ask yourself, what do you actually want as you're going through the motions? And sometimes you have a really shitty day. Like I had a really shitty day a couple weeks ago. I can't remember when it was. And I just wanted to feel shitty. And so all day I just ate and I drank and I didn't move my body and I just threw myself a pity party. And I was okay with that. It's what I wanted to do. I mean, it didn't make me feel better like in the long term, but it's what I wanted. And so I'm not saying that you can't do those things, but it's just very powerful to instead of like letting life drive you, that you get to kind of be in control and you can choose how you feel about yourself and how you show up for yourself and also which version of yourself you're going to listen to, the primitive or the prefrontal. And the prefrontal still will say, I want... Yeah. I want the cupcakes at my kid's birthday party. And yeah, I want the margaritas and I want the hot buttered rum when I'm doing the zoom call with my friends. And like, that is sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is have the brownie and have the nacho countertop nachos and whatever. And that is honoring your highest self, but it's really just staying present in what do I actually want? Not what do I want in this moment? So That's what I want to leave you with kind of today, just this thought work of that you're not doing yourself any favors, that it isn't about changing. It's not changing how you look. It's really changing how you see, right? How you see yourself and are thinking about these things. Okay. So this is kind of how I do. I I have all these notes and then I don't ever look at them. So did (laughs) that make sense? Yeah, it did. And I was thinking
2: as you were talking about this book I read a while ago that I loved and it was called Women, Food, and God. Mm. The author is Janine Roth, and I can't remember a whole lot of the book, but I remember how it made me feel, and I remember one specific part of it where she was saying, "You know, as you're eating, like, what is it you're actually eating? Mm-hmm. What are you eating? Mm-hmm. And is it sometimes is it boredom? You know, to your point." Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. it's just human nature. We don't it's not even that like it's like we have to f- feel po- like it is we have to feel positive because we don't we it's like it's like coping mechanism to avoid things mm-hmm. that are hard. And we mm-hmm. might not even realize we're doing it. For sure. And so I love this message of just being super intentional. Mm-hmm. Right. And practicing, I think it takes practice, repetition, to become in tune with yourself and get off autopilot, not only with food, but like so many parts of your life. And this has been, I really, really, as you were talking, I was like, yeah, I need, you know, because I, you know, we fly on autopilot, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, when we're busy yeah, and we kind of put ourselves on the bottom of the priority list. And sometimes what you need isn't
1: what you are seeking you know? Yes. It's so much more. You said like when we did the cleanse, you and I did that cleanse, I can't remember when it was a couple months ago. And you said, um, I was eating like I didn't have time for myself. Yeah. You know, like I was just like eating bars, going like from task to task, doing all these things for everybody else. Grabbing something quick. Right. Yeah. And I wasn't making time for myself. I was eating as if I didn't deserve my own time to take care of myself. So I loved, and I've, that stuck with me too of like, Yeah. I was, that's a subliminal message that we're telling ourselves every time we do that.
2: Even Um, like what we wear, you know, I think especially mm -hmm. with Zoom, it's really easy to like phone it in and just wear, you know, things that we're just grabbing that are quick, that are easy. And it's like thinking about what that says about what you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is, I want to be cozy. I want to be relaxed. I want to wear my jogger pants all day. Okay, great. Right. But, but, I don't know. I just think like putting yourself like at the top, like
1: mattering to yourself. That's a really good point. Because how many times I can't I put on things because I didn't feel like I could wear anything that like like color or patterns or anything pretty or fun or that made me feel good because I didn't. I felt so grossed with grossed out with myself that it was like I'm just gonna hide under these bulky, baggy clothes yeah. or whatever. Like, I don't even want to let myself be seen by myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, like, I can't remember the last time. Like, what I really want to do, what I've really wanted to do for a long time is, like, sit down and, like, read a book during the
1: mm-hmm, day. hmm
2: Like, on a Saturday. Yeah. Instead of doing all these other things, yeah. you know? And I, a lot of it, too, is just the nature of where we're at right now and everybody's busy, especially... People without childcare who are, have kids yeah. that are school age mm-hmm. and working like that, all yeah, that. Distance, oh my God. All of, yeah. So like f- crazy situational stuff aside, but it's like, I don't know. I think sometimes choosing intentional indulgences or intentional yeah. like time for yourself, you know, it tells yourself that you matter. Yes. And it's just, you know, important to like the other night there was some things I really wanted to do and I thought, but what I really want to do is take a a 10 minute bath Mm -hmm. and like, I deserve it. (laughs) Like I did, you know, yeah, you did and you did take the bath and I did and it was awesome. But anyway, so I love this you guys and this is, this is what a good timing for this. Mm -hmm. It's just a regrounding, regrouping and you know, I think the more practice, the more we're going to find things that work like for yourself, you know, and I'm just thinking like self talk too, like just mm-hmm. good talk tracks, you know, for and yourself, or even yeah. like think, just put something on your fridge, like that, even if it just says slow down and think or something, I don't know, but like reminders because right. autopilot's really real. So, what's
1: mm-hmm. going to get you off autopilot? You know, and think about like if, if, You showed up for me as the kind of friend that I show up for myself, where it's like every time I say I'm going to do something, I just don't. Or like I just, just never, I just couldn't count on myself. Like I wouldn't be your your friend, you know? Like if I could never count on you, if we, every time we made a commitment, you broke it, I would be like, okay, well, I can't count on, like, what's the point of making plans with her? And that's what we're doing to ourselves all the time, is like we can't count on ourselves and that is terrible. So here's a tool that I've learned and I haven't fully implemented it because I'm, I'm not sure if it, I don't know. Anyway. So you make a protocol 24 hours in advance. So you write down what you're going to eat tomorrow just tomorrow. And it is not a diet plan. It is a, I'm going to eat this for breakfast, this for lunch or whatever, whenever I'm hungry, but I'm also going to have the wine at night. I'm going to, you know, put two glasses of wine on there, like put whatever you're, you know, and if you're going to have, you know, you want chocolate, put that on there. Like this is not a hey, I'm not going to allow myself any of these things. This is, I'm putting a plan in place and then I'm only going to stick to this plan. And then when it comes to dinner time and you have salmon and potatoes written down, but you're like, I don't want to cook. I want to have this instead. You're not going to have the other thing because your prefrontal cortex said this. And then you're also going to follow through on yourself. And then you'll say, but tomorrow... I'm going to put that thing in this quick thing because now I know at dinner time, I'm tired. So tomorrow I'm going to put order of pizza on my protocol and you're just going to follow through on that. So you're in control and it's not about eliminating and restricting. It is about setting intention. something from your highest intention and then following through so that you're teaching yourself, I can stick to this. And even though in the moment your primitive brain is going to say, Ooh, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. Either immediate disappointment or delayed disappointment. But either way, disappointment or that rub is going to come. It's which one do you want? And you yep. always want to try to operate from your highest self. I do have a course, you guys, as that the review mentioned. <laughs> it's called Body Positive Badass. It is, I'm going to start, though, with a free three-day workshop on Facebook, January 4th, 5th, and 6th. And kind of helping kick the year off with teaching you guys how to take this power back, how to kind of ditch the diet mentality and eat with intention. And instead of outsourcing all of our ideas, like what we should eat, when we should eat, how much we should eat, trusting all the dietitians and trusting nutritionists and trusting trainers and magazines and everybody else, I want to teach you how to insource, how to start trusting yourself again. And so it'll be a free three-day workshop. That I will teach you some things to jumpstart your year. And then if you want more, you can do the body positive badass. But to sign up for just the free workshop, it is Ashley slash sip. And you just enter your first name and your email address and it will take you right to the Facebook page. So Ashlemolstead.com slash sip. And you can sign up there. And I can't wait to hopefully connect with so many of you in that and help you just start trusting yourself more and uh, leaning into your power. So all right. So, yeah, anyway, I'm super excited about that. I'm also so excited for this next segment. Oh my God, me too. It's a, the age old question which champagne reigns supreme? <laughs> the age old question. The old age old question. So you guys, New Year's Eve's coming up,
2: time yeah. for a bottle a of champ. And every time you go like buy a bottle of Champs, right, there's the classics, the staples, the budget buy Champs, especially if you're yeah. making mimosas. You're not buying a top tier champagne no. to mix for mimosas. Mm-hmm. So we thought, though, we've got to figure out the best budget champagne.
1: Right. Which w- Well, and best budget, but also like what one's going to. What one's the best? Because we're not going to be spending a bunch of money anyway. But like, not just for mimosas. Like, what's the? Do you need to spend? Because I yeah. think we got we got one that was like fourteen dollars or something. Yep. So it's like, is that worth it, or is Cooks just as good?
2: And can we? Because I think okay, guys. So we got Cooks, we got Corbell. two staples, right? right? We also got Barefoot Bubbly, which I also feel like's very very popular, and it has. Agreed a big label on there that says most awarded. So, right. I don't know. Why, we'll put mm-hmm. that to the test. And then we also got La Prosecco, La Prosecca. What is it? La La Marca Prosecco. La Marca. You guys know the blue the label. Blue. Yeah. you know you've That seen one's it. very popular too. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming into this with some preconceived ideas of what I I think I'm going to be able to pick my favorite and it's going to be oh, really? no problem. Well, I would I feel in my mind like Prosecco's better. And so this oh. is going to be really interesting. Like, can we even taste the difference? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also feel like if I were to buy them at the store, I would have either gotten the blue La, Marco, La Marcos yep. Prosecco or right. the, the Barefoot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but could Cook's and Corbell surprise us? Because Cook's right. is a great, I mean, that's my mimosa go-to. Right. That's the, know. uh-huh.
1: And, but in, and I've loved it for drinking years. drinking champagne
2: plain, I feel like right. I'm going
1: to be able to sniff out the other two. So So we have these four and we aren't going to be drinking the same ones because we don't know what it is. But I poured a little in each cup and then put a number on each cup. We are drinking the same ones, just maybe not at the same time. Oh, yeah. Not at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So our reactions are going to be independent to whatever, like, we're tasting, but not that way we can't influence each other. And then at the end, we'll be able to see which ones, how did we rank each one, right? Is one... I'm going to guess this one... Do you have what? What kind of cups are you drinking out of? I... Got myself a nice fancy champagne. I needed the oh. whole experience.
1: Oh yeah, that was smart because I'm drinking yeah. out of coffee One is cups. a darker color. One's darker, okay. and then also one is way more bubbly. Like I have a white foam on top of one. Do you Same. have that? Yeah. So I wonder if that's the prosecco because that's the only way the bubbles would be
2: different, right? Okay, I don't know. Ready to drink the first. So then, are we gonna? How are you going to? Are you gonna make a ranking like one to ten for yourself, and then yeah. we'll know. Like we have to yeah, figure so out a way like, to stack these up against each right. other, right? Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. I'm going in on number one. I think we should do the head-to-head, like do this, then have another one say which one wins, but you know, it's like a bracket, yeah. a bracket, like a okay, bracket. Okay. okay. So number one. Uh, the one I'm having is very good. Okay. That's uh, fine. Okay. That's number one. I don't love that. My okay. number, And so it's hard because I
2: have nothing to compare it to, but I feel like the one that I have right off the bat is very really good as a okay. front runner okay i guess so the first okay, this and only. is only
1: for now this is the darker one for me okay this tastes oh very similar that one's me. better this one's better very similar but you're gonna have to go back and forth until you find a winner oh between those my two. god so this one is my favorite between those two the first one just i don't know i'm having a hard time
2: oh really they're tied I think the first one's still butter, but the second one, I'm just not getting, like, a strong distinguishing feeling. with it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going on to the third one now. Okay. Oh, that's much sweeter. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, this one's tart-er. These are not thi- – before we did this, I would have said, oh, all champagne pretty much tastes the same.
2: Yeah, they dis- like, taste very different.
1: Yeah, but there is not- different notes. I'm trying
2: to intentionally rank what I think is going to be my favorite higher. Oh. And I don't know
1: what one that is. Oh. But you're – this is like this you and Talenti. The- Remember when we did that with Talenti and we were 100% sure that we knew which one was Talenti? We did the vanilla ice cream test, you guys, and we thought – we both were like, Talenty's going to be the home run winner. Yeah. And it wasn't even first or no. second place. No. Third
2: place. This is really okay, incredible getting to the taste, bottom of I got to
1: taste this these is, two again because um I don't know which one wins between these. I think I've eliminated one. Okay, there's that one. Oh, those are those are very similar. I'm mm. still going to say I'm still going to say this one's my favorite. Oh shoot, mm. right now we got to rank. Okay, so this is my least favorite. I got to arrange the cups in oh the my order. God. Cause I gotta know what one's the best. Wait, are you on four? What are you on? What are you doing? Yeah,
2: I took a. I I drank. You're on four. four. Yeah, I just okay. I'm drinking all, all right, four, and then I'm gonna just I'm gonna try try and line them up. Wow, wow. Wait, is something throwing you for a loop?
1: Yeah, this one's the smoothest, I think. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I'm
2: very uncertain.
1: Oh. It's, this is actually a very challenging task because I feel like they're so similar. Like there's definitely differences, but they're so similar. It's like, how do you decide the best one?
2: I think I've got And it. if
1: that's the case, we just go with the cheapest one. Right. Okay, so hold on. Yeah. This is
2: actually making me think, screw right. it. You should never pay, <laughs> never pay more than $7 for a
1: bottle. <laughs> we should have also, we didn't do this. We should have also got Andre. Because I feel like Andre is like the cheap, that, like if I see the label, I'm like, oh, that's a headache waiting to happen. There were a
2: couple that I thought, okay, maybe we should try. But I'm also glad we're not doing more than four because this is very confusing. It's very hard. Okay. I think I have my order.
1: Do you have yours? Are you not sure yet? Almost. Hold on. I'm just validating. It's it's down to the wire. I also wonder how much it changes if we mixed orange juice in them. Like, Mm. you know. Like, what's the best mimosa shams?
2: Okay. I actually think I've got quite the clarity that I've needed. <laughs> I yeah? Think I have the clarity that I've needed and I feel very, I feel very Do you feel confident? I feel confident. Do you feel, so like my number one's far and away my number one. There is a differentiation. Now there. that I'm we have the bracket,
1: what? I don't think I like the bracket idea. I think that was a shitty idea I had. Well. Because I, because I need, so I think now I've got my bracket. I think now we, now we need to rate them. I, that's Keep what them I in did. the bracket. You already did rate them. Yeah. So my, you already knew my idea sucked.
2: Well, I just was going with what I knew I needed to do for my process. So my number one's an eight. Number two is a seven. Number three is a five. Number four is a three.
1: You know, what's so interesting is it's like these champagne was our drink. You and I's drink for years. And these, I don't feel like I want to drink champagne on their own anymore. No, it doesn't beat the trulies for me.
2: No, no, I think I'm down though for champagne cocktails. Yeah, champagne cocktails give me on very every day. Yeah, mimosas obviously.
1: What is the what are you confused? Well, I'm having a hard time rating because I'm like trying. It's I'm trying to stay in the champagne lane instead of like all the drinks lane.
2: Yeah, you got. This is just champagne on its own. So
1: then I'm like. How do I? Because you said an eight was your highest, right? But mm-hmm. I don't. This doesn't feel like an eight to me. Hold on. And this is my number one contender. Oh my god! All right, I gotta go on the ladder. I can't. I can't. What? I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna have to do seven and a half.
2: I'm I nervous guess. to figure out what these are. Yeah. I'm worried that I'm that my taste buds are not as
1: refined as I'd like to think that they are. Okay, I like this one better. So apparently my order was wrong. I'll do. 7.9 for that. I don't think any of these are cracking an 8. That one's. They're getting a little better as I'm drinking more. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know. A, little better.
2: a couple mm. of mine are crossed out and the numbers have gone up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. reactions mm-hmm. are getting stronger. And actually, one, one really plummeted as I compared mm. it and started stacking it up. And I started. This one's those,
0: disgusting. This one's one. going to be a 4.
1: <laughs> so I got 7.5, 7.9, 7.3, and a 4.
2: I love your points.
1: I have it. <laughs> it's all very nine. close. It's not going to crack an eighth. God damn it! Seven okay. point nine nine. All right, here we go. Okay. So now I'm going to write down. Are we done with all the f- testing?
2: Testing. Yes, testing. I think we are.
1: Okay. Oh wow. What? Okay. Oh, you figured out what yours are? You? Uh, yeah, I'm writing it out. I'm writing it out as oh, we speak.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, my worst fears are coming true. Uh oh. Oh no.
1: Oh no. Oh no. What? LaMarca is a no. I You thought that was going to be your favorite guy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is great. Okay, actually. I,
2: this is, I would love wow. to hear what's your least favorite. What ranked at the bottom Cor uh, cooks same. <laughs> by far and away that was Same. my four that's that was my I, four that's what I ranked number yeah that's what I ranked oh fourth my and I gave
1: it three points oh you gave it three I gave it four and you know I'm always a little higher than you generally yeah I yeah. always so what's fo- your yeah, second that,
0: to last
2: isn't that shocking
1: yeah that's shocking
2: and okay, they're so, like probably what the most popular budget champagne yeah. oh for sure and I'm never buying it again bottom at the both of our list I'm never buying bottom it again it.
1: it's disgusting wow yeah okay what's out. second to last Second to last is, uh,
0: barefoot. Same.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Same Too sweet. It was too sweet. Is it sweet? Hold on. It just yeah. It was sweet to me. It just tasted like sugar water. It is sweet. It is sweet. It is. That is. You're right. Most awarded my and it has a bad aftertaste. It is not (gasps) good. I love it. Tozy. It is tozy. They got that right. It's barefoot
0: in your glass. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what tozy meant. <laughs> they just soak their toes in water and it. <laughs> put some carbonation and send oh it out my the door God.
1: um <laughs> send that off that's awarded yeah it's the most yeah. awarded toe water so call we were gonna do corbel cooks in the prosecco and then you were at the store and she sends me a picture she's like should we get this too it says most awarded and i think we should be the judge of that yes <laughs> yeah well, they didn't, they, they didn't, that's bad. <sighs> okay. Wow. Okay, we're, nine, aligned nine, I, we're
2: aligned here. We're aligned so far. As confusing as this was, our yeah. bottom two were far and away, the bottom two. So far I gave away. barefoot a five. and I gave
1: three. it a 7.3, but I should have given it a 6.3. <laughs> so I changed it. I docked it a point. <laughs> <laughs> 6.3. <laughs> Good. Three.
0: Okay. okay so what so second then, to last.
1: Uh, oh, LaMarca. See? The Oh, <laughs>
0: So Corbell
1: <laughs> is the winner. Yes. Corbell. Pulling through. And that's a pretty middle of the road. You can get that thing for what? 8 bucks? 10 bucks? Corbell was a budget what buy. What is it? It was a like budget buy. Less than $10. Less than 10. I feel like it's just one step above Cooks. But like on the price, price tag wise. wise. On but the price s- wise but points but several points above. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. So yeah. I gave, I was shocked. Yeah. I gave Corbell wow. an eight. I gave Corbell an eight. I gave a 7.9. So very Lamarca close. LaMarca a seven. 7. Barefoot 5. five and Cook's three. Yeah. Wow. And ours were- And co- we were right 100%. in
1: line. <laughs> That's nuts. That's nuts. <laughs> this
0: is nuts.
1: This is eye-opening, this you is, guys. This is shocking. So Corbell is, Corbell's the ticket. Cor- who would have thought? I'm gonna, I wouldn't have. I'm now, what did you think? Pretty
2: hard, because I, did, yeah. I, I feel proud. I'm of also them. gonna rep
1: anti cooks pretty hard. Same,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm not going hard in the pain on cooks. Corbell. Doesn't
1: even hold a. King. Cooks should be ashamed of itself.
2: Cooks is so popular.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, for me, I mean, John Corbell's and I thought cooks was struggling. our favorite champagne for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, babe, well, you're at the store, could you get the cooks? Yeah, get cooks. That was literally what we got, and we thought. Hey. That's the right hey, thing.
2: Hey. Their goose is cooked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Their goose is cooked. Never again. Never. I'm them six feet under. <laughs> yeah, they're dead, buried, dead to me, dead to everybody. They should be dead to you. I'm you know, my girl sip Shannon of Corbell. Our girl Shannon. Her favorite champagne is Cooks. Shannon, I dare you to do a blind taste test and still tell me Cooks is your favorite. Corbell is. Smooth, Corba, and it's the darker one, isn't it? That's the darker it's the one, darkest. Yeah, yeah it's the, the darkest the one. I thought because it was this so is dark, our Dark night. This is our, this is our yeah. This is our course. is that Dark, dark. Horse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is our Dark Horse. <laughs> this is our Dark night. This is our Dark. I night. was thinking Knight in shining armor. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> a couple misfires there. I get it. No, <laughs> you, <good deal. laughs> you landed the plane. You landed bird. It. Bird. bird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, same, 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 same. It's no big deal.
1: <laughs> Man, all right. you landed the. <laughs>
2: okay, I'm going right. to take another sip of La, La Marca Prosecco just to you make just make sure. sure. It's fine. You know what I like about what I like it's about good. it's good. La Marca Prosecco is that it's really smooth, but it almost yeah. takes a little flat.
1: Wait, so now I'm going to do a shake and see. Do I know which one was
2: really is the best of both worlds because it's really flavorful and it's really carbonated. Damn it.
1: I wish I would have. Prosecco's a little flatter. Is Prosecco supposed to be more flat than Champ's? I don't know. That's what I was trying to do. I'm trying to shake my cups and see. Remember we had one that was like extra bubbly and foamy? What one was that? Can you do it? They're not foaming now. I'm shaking (laughs) them as hard as I can without spilling. I'm shaking. Okay, shaking the bubbles two, out. Two
2: two is really. What was two is your bubbles? Two's barefoot. Oh. Barefoot's well, I can't bubbly, get
1: the. Hold on. This is insane. I'm going to see what happened. I'm going to pour. I'm going to pour more in and see if we can figure out what one's the bubbly one.
2: I really think it's barefoot because I'm watching these bubbles and the two bubbles. And you can't rising.
1: believe it. You can't believe it. Oh, you're right. Well, I don't know. All I did was pour all champagne bubbles. Okay. <laughs> You're right. There is bubbles in this. Wow. Nailed that. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let's uh, La Marca. Here we go. Okay. Now I've got these in here. I'm going to see what. <gasps> oh my God. Oh no. I almost spilled. I almost spilled and I didn't. Thank goodness. Oh shit. Okay. Coming in. That's Cooks. Fascinating. Can it's you believe how much Cook sucked? Cooks, Holy shit. Cooks, Cooks sucked? Cooks sucks. Cooks sucks. All right. I wait, really thought one dies Cooks. Down here. I did not think they were going to be first, but I did not think they were going to be last. I didn't either. I actually thought we were going to say Cooks is the winner, guys. Never spend money. And then that was not accurate. I mean, it, this still was like never spend money, but because right. I did not see
2: Corbell coming. Maybe it's because it starts with a like K. It just seems like not it also- sexy. It's not a sexy. Not that Kate. Not the people who start with K's are not sexy. But it's like the label <laughs> and
1: Corbell. It's just not yeah. a sexy brand well, name. It also felt like to me. This is what I thought of Corbell. I thought. You're the exact same quality of cooks and you're trying to be better. And you're not. And you're not. And, and you're like,
2: not. meanwhile, La Marco Prosecco has a cute blue label and barefoot bubbly's got all these fake awards cooks! plastered on them. Wait, my
1: cooks is bubblier than yours. My cooks is the bubbles. Well, maybe <laughs> My, my <laughs> bubbles are cooks. Now, now listen, I'm
2: looking at things that have been poured for quite some time. And so I just cooks is still bubbly.
1: But the bubbles, well, they're all down. bubbly. Anyway, really? I'm glad the we got to the bottom closed. of this. Holy glad we got cow. to the bottom of this. Wow. Holy cow. That was exhilarating.
2: Time to land the bird and bring it home. It's time for some rants and raves. Uh are we ranting? I'll rant. Yeah, ranting. Oh, good. Okay. My rant's really simple. And I think I've talked about it before. But it was just brought into a heightened level of awareness over the weekend. I don't like wrapping gifts. I've talked about like I don't, and I as I was wrapping, it's like you know I don't like trying to cut straight lines when you're. I don't like dealing with the rolls. It's they're you know they're not normal things to have to do. You roll them out. the big, long, heavy things, and then you know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you gotta handle them. Those the wrapping paper rolls are so heavy. They can be, especially <laughs> if you've got a case of
2: them. I got a case? I got this whole. We have like a roll container thing, yeah, and we put a bunch of rolls in them, and I gotta go roll in private. <laughs> <It's> like, uh... <laughs> it's like so i'm lugging yeah. this thing around
0: oh, the house yeah. And i'm isolated <laughs> around, it. I don't, it reminded- around the house because you can't decide which room you want to wrap in
2: no so i take it over here i take it upstairs if that doesn't feel right i go downstairs oh, i gotta go wrap i gotta go you know hide myself away it reminded yeah. me of my pumping days
1: Oh, you know, and yeah. I just go lock yeah. myself away where no one can see me. Right. Definitely not Chris. You do not want him to see your So boobs. I'm lonely. I'm mad. Right. <laughs> I'm lonely. I'm mad. This thing's heavy. My muscles are sore. My muscles are fatigued. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> You've got to keep track of a lot of things because you got the the rolls true and then your scissors get scissors, scissors run and hide ribbon tags, tags, presents. Oh, where's the pen? Got to put somewhere. Where's the the pen? It It was like shoving, you know, moving things around. I've got all my presents in boxes, so I've got to un unbox and create a bunch of mess there. So I've got a corner full of just boxes. I got to break down. Yeah. You know, I I go in and I make the cut, and then I go and fold it over. It's not perfectly center. I don't care anymore. I'm you know yeah. lost my my motivations anyway, and so I'm right. Fold this is it a over. Nightmare.
1: nightmare. Nightmare before Christmas. Exactly. This is
2: what they're talking about. Oh, I've cut nightmare it too long. Christmas. I've cut it too long. Oh yeah. Then I got mm-hmm. a then I've got a bunch of a scrap pile of wasted trees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Somewhere. Oh yeah. You
1: may as well burn. May as well burn some. Start a forest fire. This is exactly what they're doing when they created wrapping paper. And then you finally get like the the first two
2: folds in. You go to do the ends. Well, those are too long. It's so hard. now I've got to, you know,
1: get the scissors Cut that shit. Cu- yeah. and that's awkward because then you've got oh, yeah. the two
2: pieces that are
1: already and then you do, you do you got to hold rim. between your legs so like you're holding it and you're tucking <laughs> one end because if you can't put it on the ground standing up or you're like laying on the ground trying to fold it <laughs> so you have to hold it I always hold the box in between and then I'm doing this yeah and then finally when I've got one end done I can flip it over and I can put it on the ground and then I can do the other side and that last side isn't so bad yeah. It just <laughs> the whole it sucks. Yeah. That's
2: my rant. Yeah. All right. What's your rant?
1: Well, my rant, I feel like I put this on and then I was like, shit, I think I've talked about this before. But I'm, you know, to no one's surprise, I'm on TikTok. That's where I live now. And I feel like tons of videos, people start out and they're like, sorry, I look like shit right now. Or you have to excuse I look like shit yeah. right now. Or I'm, like, excuse the mess. And I'm like, how come we can't just like live? Yeah. You know, why do we have to just call out, hey, by the way, one, apologizing for it, or two, even like bringing attention to it? I just feel like, who gives a fuck? Why don't you just show up without makeup and with greasy hair and you don't even have to acknowledge it? Because here's what I will tell you that I think happens. I think when you say, sorry, I look like shit right now, you're thinking you're making yourself feel better. It's like, oh, I know you don't have to think this. I already know it. it. Yeah. Right. I'm getting ahead of it. There's acknowledgement here. Yeah, Right. There's acknowledgement, but that's actually not helpful because I think it's more powerful when you just show up and you don't have to apologize for your messy house or for the way that you look or your greasy hair or whatever. Like it's more powerful because everybody has that. Like at yeah. times Everybody looks like they haven't showered in days. I'm living. People smell. I'm living. My house is a wreck sometimes. And so I just think, why do we have to even acknowledge it? I'm just so sick. Like this girl, this is when it went on to my rant thing. I saw either last night or today. She's like, I'm sorry I look like shit right now. Excuse my appearance. But I just thought, and it was a whole thing about how she found out her boyfriend was cheating over her, cheating on her over Christmas. Like she found this out over Christmas. Like, why do you have to say like oh just ignore my appearance I look like shit like why why don't you just yeah explain my boyfriend's an asshole my boyfriend's an asshole and i moved out that's what this is about it's not about your looks yeah because also if anyone's watching it and they're like oh she looks like shit I can't even listen to what she's saying she looks terrible then it's like do you even care what they're thinking about you anyway yeah no no so I just think, hey guys, no more, oh I'm sorry, excuse the mess, excuse wh- how I look, excuse my kit. like just no more. We're just fucking showing up from now yeah. on. We're just living and that's it. We're living, so, we're not explaining. We're not explaining shit. Alright, my
2: All right. rave. I have a lot of different raves that I wrote down. Oh. Wow, good. But I'm gonna I'm gonna share one that's gonna make you laugh. So the first lo- the, the the contenders are Ben's face on Christmas morning. We woke mm-hmm. up; he had a ma- major blowout. So we thought, oh, we're gonna take him right downstairs. But instead, we took him right to the bathtub and got that cleaned up. <laughs> Chris, so he, new tradition. So then, bath. Like, when he came downstairs, <laughs> his hair was all slicked back. You know, like oh. freshly, you know, freshly bathed baby, and just uh-huh. how cute they are. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the video so that you can see it. Yeah, but his face. He has no concept of Santa or gifts or anything yeah. like that. But he did. We had like a slide out. We had a new bike out for him. And he did. His mm. face was like, whoa, like this. It just was. It was, was emotional. A special it was day. cute. Yeah. Um, so I'll send that over to you. So like. Yeah, I want to see. Rave contender was his face. Another rave contender is Ben's words are starting, I mean, starting to come out hot. So <gasps> he's in the repertoire. He's had mom and mama, daddy, go, go, night, night. And then out of nowhere, we get another word this weekend. And now they're really coming in hot. But out of nowhere, the next word on the list, you'd never guess it. Again. Again? Guess. Again. Oh, I thought you, I was like, again, what is no. it? That's, that's oh, the my word. gosh. Again. That's a big word. Yeah. So, like, you'll again. read a book and he'll, again. before you even get to the last page, he shuts it and then proactively rehands it to you. Okay. Again. Uh, again. Oh, <gasps> and how do you wow. say no to that? No, you, you can't. can't, and he you knows can't. it. So now everything it. is up again. Oh. So as a contender, um, but for the win, Chris went to go get a haircut, and, and he, he looks so much better. He looks thank God. That's my <laughs> way. <laughs> no, but he's been trying to get rid of. So he's had a hard part. You know, like guys yeah. have hard parts. He's had a hard. I thing. love it. He's gotten rid of that. So it's it's done, but it takes a long time to do that. It takes a long time apparently to get rid of a part. Right? He's doing like more of a whatever. He's just gotten rid of it, so it's like short, and then it still goes long. But anyway, it's a whole thing that he's doing. Okay, but what you're
1: doing is from the base of your neck up, and so I'm not sure that's the. Oh, it's short. I I was. Yeah, I'm just like, picturing know, like where a, it's combo. a part
2: where it's a part, and then it's yeah. short on one side, yeah, and long I know on the other. Uh-huh. It's like that, but without a part. Yeah. So he goes into. The, so he's telling me the story. So I he need a goes in. Okay. Goes in and he's talking to his hairstylist, and <clears throat> he's telling the hairstylist like what he wants, and she goes to go in, and she's like, "Okay, so where do you want the part?" And he's like, oh no, 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 no." Like pause, and you know how we say things like, um, "We'll say things like." You know, my breastfeeding journey or a fitness journey yeah. or whatever journey, right? Postpartum journey. Uh-huh. Um, Chris, Chris said he, he didn't mean to do this, but as he's talking to her, he's like, Let me tell you about my hair journey. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I don't
0: it's a know. It's so funny. But life I stop laughing. He's like, I don't know why I called <laughs> it that. <laughs> I don't know what happened but the lady was like oh like this is really serious business <laughs> it's business i'm talking about, about my hair journey <laughs> <laughs> like, guy, like guy haircuts are so simple <laughs> She's like, oh oh, oh okay.
1: okay better not fuck this up for him <laughs> there's a lot riding on it all right what's your rave man but this is this is this is kind of he doesn't have a part right yeah, but it's taken a while. It's a very mini part. So, okay. But my point is, I the reason I was th- so thrown off was because you were like, he's, you know, getting this. And so it just looked like it was a whole <laughs> rainbow of hair, just like, <laughs> like, like long over here. And he's just combing it down to the other side. Little black like, gold. Like at a the helmet. End. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hair journey. journey. Um, my rave is other people loving your kids. Yes. Like it's obviously we love our kids. We, everybody knows like they're the best. They're just the freaking best, you know? Um, but then seeing other people love your kids and just appreciate them and think that they're funny and cute and like wanting to help. And I don't know, I just feel like it's so awesome. And we do have this quarantine family that we've been with, really loves our kids and it's so nice and I think part of it is also because I was not a kid person before I had kids and I didn't really love people's kids I was just like indulging parents when I was around kids before like yeah yeah you're great and I'm sure some people like loved those kids their kids are all kids are lovable but I just never was that and now to see other people really loving my kids um and not just tolerating them or something yeah. is really because sometimes I think like, oh, they'll be just sitting and relaxing or something. And then Revu will run up in their face and ask a question and they like stop whatever they're doing and they focus on her and they like engage with her and talk to her instead of just being annoyed. or I don't know. It's just cool. It's cool yeah. that there's so many people to love our kids. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my, yeah. Guys. This was a real one. Oh um, my we gosh. You. We discovered Hey, some really we'll see you in the things. new year. Oh, see you in, see you in the new right? year. 2020 yeah. didn't win. We're going to win. Yeah. We've won already. Rate, subscribe, yeah. review, share us on Everywhere. Instagram. Share us all over the place. Yeah. And uh, you can sit with us always. Always. And we will see you, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye.